Yo, what's up, everybody? I am Thomas Dobaziola, whatever you want to call me. I am here with my co-host, Marty O'Neill. What's up, folks? What's up? Happy birthday, Marty. First off, Thank real you, quick, it's Marty's birthday. Thank you, sir. He turned Twilight Zone age today. Thank you, sir. 36. All right. Um, guys, today, I'm hyped. We talked about this for a couple weeks. Uh, we, we mentioned it for, for a while now. I'm excited, guys. Today's guest is Nimesh Patel. You guys ready for stand-up? Can we, I'm ready, man. I, I, like I told you before we started, I'm a fan, so I'm excited. I saw a lot Thank of the fans you, react. Oh, hell yeah. People are hyped, bro. I'm hyped. <laughs> YouTube hates us. Like, I tried it not to right. cuss in the first 10 seconds, but yeah. it's already gone, man. It's all good, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming, dude. And uh, on time as hell, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Punctual. To the max. <laughs> Where are you from? Jersey. Oh, okay. This fool's from New York. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was born and raised in Jersey, but I went to school at NYU. So I've been in New York since uh, 04, basically. So you live now? Yeah, yeah. I live in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. I went to New York for the first time last month. First time ever? Ever. I don't I pe- meet people like you. Like, how is that I'm a drug possible? dealer my whole life? Bro. <laughs> oh, really? I don't travel <laughs> anywhere. That's my second time leaving anywhere. Get the fuck out of yeah, here! Yeah, I don't go anywhere. Bro. That's why. You, I guess you don't care. I just, just sold, tr- I mean, like, I was from a small town, so if I'm just selling packs and stuff, if I'm gone, that's a new connect. I lost that guy. He he buys from someone else. Got it. Got went it. nowhere, dude. That makes sense. Yeah, but recently I've been traveling. Uh huh. Yeah, you've cool. been getting around a little bit. I went to Vegas earlier. A surprise. <laughs> that was the second place you've been. No, I've been to Vegas all the time. Oh, okay. I just drive. Uh huh. Yeah, Vegas. Flying, bro. Did you did you drive to New I York? Flew. We f- no, we flew. I hated it. Uh huh. I hated it. New yeah. York is dope. New York is great. Bro. New York is a shit. Compare real quick. You're from New York, so uh huh. How is L. A. compared? I already knew what you were going to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hesitation. Man, was, man I, I, on the drive here, I'm like, man, I hate Los Angeles. It's just so, really? everything's just so spread out. You it's know, true. like, I lose, just lose so much time in fucking Ubers and shit. I'm like, well, I, I can't stand it. And granted, you spend a lot of time in, like, the subway in New York and shit, but it doesn't feel, like, the same. It's a weird transience in, in L.A. where I'm just like. I hate him sitting in traffic for no fucking reason. There's never an explanation. I know it's like a there's cliche. Never, there's never an explanation. It's a cliche thing to hate on LA for, but it's the truth. That's why it's a thing that everyone says. Like it's, but it's also like very isolating in Los Angeles. It feels, and that might just be a function of the fact that I don't have any. I have like three friends here, but uh, it's also just like I don't know what anyone's doing. Everyone's like seem so separate, and everyone's doing something, but everyone's doing nothing at the same time. That's what it feels. <laughs> That's like. a great way to put that <laughs> shit. You know? Yeah. When I went to New York, I'm like, yo, everyone's got something to do here. Yeah. Fuck out of my way. I'm like, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. But in New York, is the same. Like the vibe is the same when it comes to like the people. Like everyone's trying in motion, but no one's really going anywhere. In LA, it just feels different for some reason. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's smoking weed. In my own, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Everybody's it's high. In, my, in my own head, where mm-hmm. I'm just like, what? What is this place? I still don't know. How awesome has it been having legal weed, though? I mean, it's been fantastic. But again, like, uh, uh, weed to me has never been inaccessible. You know, it's uh, always uh, been like, uh, oh, you just fucking order it. People just come to your house and drop that shit off. That's like a half-baked shit? Yeah, it's true. Oh, damn, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Sorry. In New York, you could just order that shit. It comes to your house. I got a service now that comes within an hour there at my crib. So mm-hmm. it's like, like, it's even more convenient than here. For, oh, for sure. You know, I don't got to walk into some place and give them my ID or anything like that. It's just, here you go. Here's a weed. Like, okay, cool. And if I were smoking, like, huge volumes, it might make a difference to, like, go into some place. Or 
buy like ounces from I don't know I don't know what prices are I just I'm pretty agnostic to price I'm just I don't give a fuck I, oh, I'm, I'm not smoking that much where it yeah. really matters to me so you're like the guys smoking a couple bowls here and there yeah just like once in a while or like mm-hmm. if I gotta do some writing or whatever I'm like okay if I if I've stuck on some idea I'm like okay let me smoke a little you find bit. it that helps oh for sure oh wow I'm the opposite it's definitely a a creative tool for sure what's your normal order pre rolls flour dabs edibles pre rolls for sure. Uh, or like flat or small. You don't smoke too much. Oh my god! What the fuck is this? <laughs> that's the joints. That's, that's literally. Christ. I'm worried about. He's I'm, tall as shit, and that's the size one. He's of the tall as shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah, right, I'm gonna have one hit of this, man. Yeah, you're good. Take yeah, it home. Yeah. All right. Fine. But I got more shit for you, man. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you're I'll, good. I'll have a hit of this, and then I will be catatonic for sure, dude. Is yeah. this a does it, do you find that it matters if it's sativa or indica or anything like that? I only smoke heavy, heavy OG indicas. Uh-huh. But this, I switch it up because not everybody can fucking deal with that. Uh-huh. This is so delicious yep. from a homie's 22 Red. It's like a yep. cross of purple mm-hmm. and like a cookie, it looks like. So okay. not Chavo from System of a Down. This that's his, his weed shot. That's his weed. Oh, brand. okay. It's great fucking weed, I got to be honest. Is yeah. it good? It's really good. Dude. Okay, cool. I'll have to try it. Yeah. Um, okay, so... The difference is no one's doing shit here, but everyone's doing something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was at a restaurant last night, at like ten thirty at night, and it's packed. And I'm like, what are all these people talking about? What do you do? Yeah, what are you like, doing here? Yeah, what do you, you got your fucking Patek Philippe on? It seems like you're making all these wild hand gestures. I'm like, this is. It feels like such a cliche L.A. kind of place. Yeah, and I'm sitting there as like like. Also doing the cliche LA thing is being by myself with my hoodie on, <laughs> looking at people like, oh, okay. You know, I wonder if people looking at me like, what the fuck is this dude in shorts? For sure. At this fancy shorts restaurant. Shorts and a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> you Man, know. I fucking feel you. <laughs> That's what, you have a lighter right next to you. And oh, an shit. Also. <laughs> I, I'm not from, I'm from Buffalo, so it's like, I'm, I'm barely. No lighter. No lighter, Martin? From New York. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, okay. But I still have an intense, like, I have a burning thing inside me if i feel like i'm in somebody's way or if somebody's in my way if i'm walking or driving or just anything in life i feel like that's a new york thing like i always feel like i got to get the fuck out of the way and i want people to get the fuck out of my way i don't know man because when i went over there i gotta be honest dude i've only seen fucking movies forrest gump with lieutenant dan that's what i know about new york and seinfeld i know nothing else you know i thought everybody's gonna be hell mean i meant no rude people bro everybody was nice and there was more weed smoking than here that's what shocked me. There was people walking down the street smoking joints way more than L.A. Oh, yeah, yeah. L.A., I mean, it feels like in New York, it's like brand new to the culture. So everyone's just like, fuck it. We're all oh, there. is that why? Because there's, uh, there's weed vans on the corner there now. Cops are crazy. Stop giving a fuck about uh, weed and shit. It's kind of cool to see. It's fucking cool, man. Because I know he's like, do I get fucking arrested That's for the a 10 Yeah, like that, to me, it being, I used to, it wasn't so fucking sleek with the delivery when I was getting weed. Uh-huh. I had to go on a mission every time to get That's that shit. That's Buffalo. Uh-huh. It's like, it all, <laughs> you're from Buffalo, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm it wasn't like, all. <laughs> I'm a Benny the Butcher. Boop, 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 boop. Really? You want to know a funny story? Uh, so I used to run the show with uh, my friend Michael Che of Weekend Update SNL fame. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this guy named uh, Mike Denny. Uh, Mike Denny, a uh, comic from New York, or from Boston, but n- lived in New York. Always wanted to do music. Uh, once Broken Comedy, that was the name of the show, ended, uh, we, none of us knew where the fuck he had gone. Uh, and he had a falling out with myself and Che and all that kind of shit. And I had nothing but love for the dude, but you know he hates my guts for whatever reason. But now, a producer with 
Benny the Butcher. Oh no! The fucking West Side Gun, EPM Denny. Look up, look up his shit. If you go on Spotify and you look up the the latest uh, West Side Gun album, uh-huh. he's got like eight tracks on that fucking album. Yeah, he's, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's hilarious that you just played. Yeah, Marty just did, did music out of Buffalo with those fools a long yeah, time yeah, ago yeah. too. So if you text them, you no know, fucking tell them uh, <laughs> <laughs> that EPM Denny is uh-huh. is uh, is yeah. a funny dude. <laughs> is that what kind of music you're generally into? Like, what is your top music? Uh, I'm I'm all over the place. You know, I, the one thing I regret, if I can say that word correctly, is uh, that my music ear and knowledge isn't as extensive. in depth and extensive as I would like it to be. Because I know people who are fucking music Ridiculous. heads, and like I'm this. just yeah, I'm yeah. just like man. I wish I wish I had like a an ounce of the knowledge you got because that really that's all I want. Is it's like so I'm just start getting like re getting into the Beatles. Oh, good no, shit. You know, just like, like I just put their playlist um, on Spotify. It's called This Is, you know, This Is The Beatles. I'm just like going through all that shit, uh, uh, trying to watch all the documentaries I can. George Harrison's uh, All Things Must Pass is like probably like my favorite album at the moment. But like, so I'm listening to everything. Like hip hop is what I grew up listening to. Uh, but now my ear, I'm just trying to expand my ear and try to listen as much as I can. Good shit. Uh, Beatles one of my favorite. Uh, my favorite albums is uh, Rubber Soul by the Beatles. It's an old ass one. I don't even know. See, I've been since I was. A, I got a wired memory, so I remember albums and people and all, yeah. and all that shit. So, uh-huh. but I have homies that make me feel stupid. I'm like, bro, how do you know the fucking producer from 1971? <laughs> Fuck, you. that must be yeah, some underground Beatles shit. Yeah, it's like I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that shit. Did I you know, know Phil songs. Spector did this with George Harrison, and then like, he no. killed a bitch yeah. after. Yeah. Like, Fuck, I know that. Part. <laughs> I don't know what he did. Yeah, I don't know anything like that. You know, it's just like so. Like that uh, uh, is like where I'm where I'm at musically right now. For a long time, I was just listening to Travis Scott nonstop. Oh, like, shit. Just like constantly. It's like Che. I was talking to him the other day. We were in a car together, and he just goes. I was like, put on some Travis Scott, and he's Travis has some goofy ass <laughs> lyric, and he's like, he's not really a lyricist. He's more like a vibist. Yeah. You know, it's just like that vibe. Oh, I don't God. know. You know, yeah. he's just a vibist. That's what Chase said. I'm like, that's exactly right. He just, exactly. this is a weird vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that for whatever, I guess that, that when Astro World came out, I think my, the where I was at in life intersected with some of the lyrics in that, uh, uh, on that album. I was like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I fucks with this. And then we went to a show. How was it? Astro World, Barclay Center, Dope. Like this motherfucker puts on. You understand why people die at his shows? Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> he literally killed yeah, it. This motherfucker is a monster. But also about that Houston shit. I was in Houston in April this year, and I made a Travis Scott joke. People, I got a pause break for it. I'm not toot my own horn. Only to say that people came up to me afterwards and were like, "Yo, we were at that show, and that shit that happened was happening like 20 feet away from us, and we had no fucking idea." So I'm not trying to absolve Travis or Drake of any yeah. other responsibility because I do think they hold some. But it's like in that moment, you might have not known what the fuck was going on. If people who were there and they didn't know 20 feet away that people. How's that guy paying attention to the crowd? And again, it's a fucking tragic situation and a yeah. tense situation. I don't know. But I do know that people in Houston told me like, yo, we were at that show and we had no idea what was going on. It was happening like 20 feet away from us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All that to say, Travis puts on the help. <laughs> Sorry for the families out there, but that album's hard. That shit was great. My friend just, I just sent, actually, I popped up my Instagram reels, a uh, uh, clip of Kevin Durant at the Travis Scott show in London going fucking crazy. Towering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. That, that, that was really, that was really the funniest shit. He's like a foot tall than the next person next to him, but he's wilding out, just going crazy. I'm like, 
That's my guy. Yeah, Kevin Durant's hard. <laughs> I gotta say, that was hard, man. You don't ever get in trouble. He's just chilling. Yeah, you know what I mean. I respect that. I fuck with that. He's like a Peyton Manning. You don't yeah. get in trouble. Man. Peyton Manning gets in trouble. He's Wait just, for what? Oh, you didn't hear about Peyton Manning? Peyton shit? Manning's got bodies. Wait, talk to me. What happened? You know Peyton Manning putting his balls on trainers' faces. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop I'm it. telling you the truth. What? <laughs> you didn't know about this? No. <laughs> Peyton Manning allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, like a uh, teabag uh, physical uh, therapist, and I think in his college days, or it was like right before he went to the NFL, it was like, or maybe even while he was at the Colts, like put his balls on like a physical therapist's face. Were they laying on the ground? <laughs> the first thing I thought is he ain't that tall. <laughs> yeah, no idea. Look, that's all I know. Damn. And look, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, Damn. Denver and co- the, the Colts fans. First cancelable teabagging I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, shit! Normally, teabagging is pretty enjoyable. I'll say, her, normally, know. it's it's not it's not what is it? What would you say? It's willing. Yeah, yeah. I'm you, never going to go heal the balls. Yeah. You're getting close. You got to be in quite the position to be like, no. <laughs> you got to be fucking bench pressing yeah. or fixing a car to you get teabagged. Right? You can't surprise teabag somebody no. in, unless you're in a very specific situation. I'd like to know how you're that Lay down, about, yeah. close your eyes. Surprise teabag is a great title. Yeah. <laughs> you might feel a weird the smell. Episode? Yeah. Oh, this episode? The surprise yeah, teabag. Yeah, there you go. Write that down. Oh, Can I open this? Yo, crack that shit up. Oh, yeah. Mine too. Shit. Um, I don't so, usually drink during the day while smoking weed, but when I do, <laughs> I choose Miller Lite. Thank, Thank you for sponsoring the podcast, Miller Lite. Uh, uh, I'll remember to not call my daughter. <laughs> shit. I was your daughter. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't have a daughter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. All right, you're dead. That's, that's the first a, thing I thought. That's a Mike Racine joke. He goes, uh, he says, you know, there's a. Uh, like cigar aficionado magazine there should be a cigarette aficionado magazine where it's like uh yeah this uh marlboro red goes really well with uh your daughter not returning your phone calls this <laughs> is a miller light joke but yeah <laughs> shout out mike racine fuck with that so new jersey mm-hmm. i uh so on this show i do my homework but i don't like to do all my fucking homework because i want to learn right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so you're raised in new jersey went to new york yes, i sir. saw that you and your family ran a store. My dad had a liquor store uh, in East Orange, New Jersey. Ooh. East Orange. Whoa, yeah. what, what the fuck is that mean? Stop. Tell me. What's going on? Why am it's, I left It's out? not a good neighborhood. Orange, New Jersey is a lot different than Orange, Orange County. Let's yeah, say that. It's, okay. it's almost the exact opposite. <laughs> so is it like a Buffalo? Uh, yeah. Where you were born? Man, I've driven through East Orange before. Yeah. And I remember my boys in the backseat looking out like, woohoo, yeah. that motherfuckers uh, are getting your homies yeah. over here. Oh, then now yeah. it must be bad. East Orange is a... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's on the up and up, maybe. I don't know. But it, it wasn't good when my dad was there. But it was like the street that the store was on was like decent. And uh, I think we he had it until probably, I want to say, 04 or 05 or something like that. But yeah, it was uh, uh, where, like, how I understood the liquor store business a little bit here and there and like just what it meant to uh, grow up surrounded by that, you know? How old, how old were you when this started? Uh, well, we lived in the burbs, so I don't want to m- misconstrue it as like we were in the hood and all that kind of yeah. dad's store was in the hood, but I was not. Uh, I don't know, it was as long as I can remember. The store oh, so was this there. is how you just grew up, yeah, 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 Fuck not, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was uh, it like always some crazy shit going on? That's my next question. <laughs> no, I mean, it, my, if, if there was, my dad never let on, uh, that it was constantly mm. crazy. I, I don't, you know, that you can paint a bad neighborhood as a bad neighborhood, but that doesn't mean it's constantly bad and it's like constantly mm. getting robbed or anything like that. Yeah. I think like some stores were kind of 
almost like a safe space. It was like everyone needs that shit. You know, you'd have to be in a pretty bad way to knock it off. I'm sure, I'm sure I remember my dad saying people tried to steal all the time. Like kids would come in yeah. and try to like jack chips and all yeah. that kind of shit. But that's typical. Or you just have fools bumping into each other in the store. That's the other thing. Yeah, no, I mean, my dad never let on that that kind of shit was going on. Yeah. And it didn't, I think the store was almost like neutral ground of, of that kind of shit. Uh, base. Exactly. Tap, tap base. Yeah, every, everyone's. <laughs> The MD forty forty, you know, it was like that kind of. <laughs> Damn, I would love the. Blue <laughs> it was, yeah, 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 it was, it was that kind of spot, you know. Uh, Swisher's a mad dog. It was it Swisher's a mad dog. That, that's like an order someone would give. My okay. like, here you go, seven ninety, you know, whatever the fuck. Seven ninety. So were you, were you like pulling papers and blunts? No, 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 no. My my dad did not let me work at the store at all. Oh no, no, no. no. I mean, I went to the store a few times, uh, not a few, uh, a good number of times, but like only for the weekend because I'm like. My mom could go hang out there and see my dad because my dad was just constantly working. So they, you know, spend some time together. Whatever. And or like, uh, my cousin lived, you know, a block or two blocks away from the store. So whenever I went to my cousin's place, we could go hang out. It yep. would be like a walk down the street to go to my That's dad's store. Tight as hell. But uh, uh, beyond that, no, I was not like allowed to work there. But not from a because it was a bad neighborhood, but b also because for whatever reason, my parents had this like weird mentality that if I. Uh, that I shouldn't work. I got to just stay focused on school or anything like that. Oh, damn, that's tight. Which is cool, but in hindsight, you know, I'm like, well, had I learned to work then, I would have learned the value of money and how hard it is to make money, and I wouldn't just be buying goof, goofy-ass shit all the time, you know? It's just going crazy, like balling out when shit when I don't have it, uh-huh. you know? But, you know, to each their own. I turned out fine. I turned out fine. <laughs> Yo, that's hard, though, man. I w- that's such a cool... up. I think I from from... My perspective is uh-huh. like the opposite. It's like, yo, you're broke as fuck. <laughs> that was it. That's, yeah, it, that's it. I mean, you know, there was, it has its merits. Uh, you know, A, my dad wasn't home all the time, so that yeah. was always tough. But it was also like his approach to life and living would, as when I look at it now, it makes a lot more sense. You know, like the man's been shot at, you know. So, oh, shit. So it's like, uh, and, and he's also worked since he was 17 doing the same thing constantly, you know. So. He's like, and I talk to him now, I'm like, retire. He's like, no, I love to work. I'm like, that's like, that's like you've been ingrained to learn. That's the capitalism, man. <laughs> you know? Stockholm syndrome. You know, point. but uh, the idea of life is short. You never know what's going to happen to you. I kind of live like that a little bit, uh, even though I don't necessarily want to, but like I kind of do. And that comes from, I'm sure, some kind of subconscious uh, uh uh, reading of my dad behaving that way as well. I think he behaved the same way, you know, and I'm sure some small part of it was because bang, bang, you know, like you, you get shot at and push in perspective from time yeah, to time. Fuck yeah, yeah I'm sure I mean? it does. So yeah, uh, it was they, interesting way to grow. Were they bum- because they're pushing you so much into school, were they bummed out that you got into comedy? Well, I mean, they, I don't think they were bummed out. Uh, I think they were concerned and confused because com- like they don't know what it is. Did they find you funny? Is yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> You're like, you ain't funny fool, but yeah, people are laughing at you. Yeah, That's yeah, 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 yeah. No, like, wow. That's gotta be the worst <laughs> as a comic when your parents are like, you're not even fucking funny. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, they, they, fuck. they are very supportive. My dad and my mom, they come to every, they come to every, they watch everything, Good everything shit. that goes up on YouTube or whatever, they'll make sure to see it. But uh, they weren't disappointed. They were like a, fearful because it's like such an unknown path and no one really knows what it is especially two immigrants from india who are like he's, he's going to be a doctor or a finance person or get a master's degree in something yeah so when i started you know i wasn't working that was then then the concern became 
how are you gonna pay the bills? Like we can't can't live at home forever, you know. And then once I got a job, it was like, okay, do you want to advance in this job? And then once I advanced in comedy, like, okay, does this pay as well as the other thing you were doing? And then when like maybe like five days ago, they became okay with comedy, oh, you know. But no, but you know what I mean. But it was it was very recent, Earlier like in the last week. year and a half, like that became like uh, okay, he's doing shit, like he's on the road, he's mm-hmm. making money, like things are good. But again, it's always around the corner you, I mean I get shot at or whatever knock on wood but uh, something could happen where that could go away like yeah. touring could go away the with pandemic that. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> luckily you know I, was, <laughs> I wasn't touring like crazy I wasn't touring at all before pandemic happened and then lo and behold pandemic happened I was able to put all my stuff out there and, and kind of mm-hmm. build a fan base and then expand upon that you were just base. going heavy at the comedy cellar and all the places in New York exactly uh, before pandemic you know I had uh, uh, a job uh, I was working as a producer at a TV show um, and I was just nice. doing stand up it, it was cool but it wasn't like the best gig it wasn't like a creative outlet in any way it was producing is very different than writing uh, uh, you gotta like put stuff together and like goofy shit it's a very different it's what a kind very, of TV show it was uh, full frontal with Samantha B full frontal with, it's the most woke show on television uh, <laughs> but it was uh uh what's it called uh a fun experience and sam and the team there are fantastic and super funny uh but uh while it wasn't a creative outlet i was just doing that so i could pay yeah. bills and it was like an interesting way to like it was a different skill set but i was doing stand-up at the time like at the cellar and all that pandemic happened i also lost that job right like a month before pandemic happened so i was like okay now what now I got to find another gig or like get a writing job or something else, which is a lot easier said than done. Yeah. Uh, like impossible almost. Uh, at least I found it. So, but then pandemic happened and no one was working and everyone's confused as to what the fuck was going on. Thank God for uh, socialism and the government gave me money, uh, unemployment, helped me pay rent and all that. And I put my stuff up on YouTube and it started generating a little bit of revenue. I'm like, Oh, interesting. Okay. This could be something. Start putting more clips up. Then that summer of 2020, like one of my clips went like crazy viral and it was like an election clip. And so like, I'm not sure if you guys, obviously you have your channel monetized or whatever, but no, you don't. Oh shit. Yeah. It sucks. Well, <laughs> you, well, oh, we're talking about the weed channel. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I don't get paid. The weed channel. Oh, okay. Here we do though. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, but all that to say, like at some, like there was like, they were paying a lot of money for ads, uh, during that cause it was an election year and specifically on political content. And so, like, I made, like, a chunk of money. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm famous and rich on YouTube now. <laughs> Let's get another apartment. I mean, get a two-bedroom apartment instead of one-bedroom apartment. And we, like, made this huge jump. And then after, like, two months, that went back down to, like, a tenth of what it was. I'm like, Fuck. oh, shit. Uh, I got to keep going. and just keep putting stuff up. And then uh, got on TikTok in November of 2020 after, like, my wife had told me first. I didn't listen. My boy told me. So hip saying, he was like, yo, you should get on. Then I listened. Then I got on it. And then like, I got a writing job at Lily Singh. I feel like I'm doing last call on Kanye's shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, what's it called? Um, November 2020, I got a writing job with Lily Singh. And that was my shit was on YouTube. So I wasn't really paying attention. I mean, TikTok, I wasn't really paying attention to TikTok. And then... Uh, uh, like March, April, my other writing job with Lily ended, but at the same time, my TikTok started taking off like crazy. And I had a bunch of dates lined, I had a date lined up in Houston, and I was like, let's see if we can use TikTok to sell tickets. Lo and behold, we went from like a one 
night, 70 person show to like a two night, four shows with 200 people each. Damn. So I went from like 70 to 800 because of TikTok. And I was like, oh, this is real. Let me, or is it real? Let me try it in Dallas. Added a Dallas off night. They gave it to us, sold out. Added Austin off night, sold out. Added two more Austin, sold out. You know, San Antonio, sold out. I was like, oh shit, we got a fucking, we got a game going. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it was, then it was off to the races. You know, my, uh, my manager helped, you know, put me in front of an agent, TJ. And TJ was like, yo, I fucks with it. And then, and TJ is also Schultz's agent. So he, Andrew Schultz's agent. So he knows the game about like self-made, so to speak, uh, self-produced people. And that's been it, you know, last mm-hmm. year and a half. It's just been like my manager, Reg, TJ, uh, my agent, and me just putting dates together. Be like, all right. Mm-hmm. And then my social media team at Crowdsurf being like, yo, we got to fucking, we got to sell this out. We got to sell this out. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And that's it. Damn. It sounds very simple. And it feels very simple, mm-hmm. like as I'm talking about it. But it's like the day to day is oh, a I, lot. Yeah. That's literally, you, you made yourself and you make mm-hmm. your whole living off of. Hey, motherfuckers, you know, like to see it. Yeah. Put it out there. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. So to hear that, it's it literally, that's exactly how it happens. Like, I don't know what the fuck. I just yeah. tried. Yeah. Just yeah. Kept going. I just yeah. try and keep going and mm-hmm. throwing shit at a wall. So at some point, you got to make sure that your arm is in good motion when you're throwing shit at the wall. You know, your form's got to be yeah. right. And the shit you got to be throwing has got to be sticky. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not going to stick. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Everything you just said in my head, right? Now. But you, but with all that in order, you got to keep throwing shit at the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, the wall's not going to change. You got to change your shit up. And, you do uh, sketches too. Or to change your shit up. Uh, is it main? You mainly post clips. For it's your all. It's just stand up. It's nice. all stand. You know, I've been fortunate that uh, I've been doing comedy for thirteen years now. But mm-hmm. oh wow, altogether. Yeah, yeah. But in like uh, at the cellar, I got passed in twenty sixteen. But I don't know when they started recording clips and stuff. But mm-hmm. the comedy cellar in New York, like. I'll make sure to get as many clips as I could. And then I was just lucky. I had this huge backlog of all stand up. I didn't give, I wasn't going to be doing it ever yeah. again. A lot of it being just random crowd interactions. A lot of it being material that I don't care about anymore. And, uh, you know, start chopping all this shit up and just putting it out, putting it out, putting it out. And, uh, here we are. If you had to describe your style of comedy or the topics you like to hit on, how would you describe it? <laughs> uh, well, the oldest stuff is pretty social. Uh, uh, not really political. I have like some political stuff, but nothing too crazy. I mean, the twenty thing, the thing I recorded in twenty nineteen was pretty political. Uh, because uh, it was like election, almost election time, and it was like Bernie and Trump, all this shit. And then uh, the Thank You China, which is my last special that came out on YouTube, maybe one political note, like joke, but mostly social observations about like. Uh, how we all started drinking in America, how everyone feels kind of lost in this country and then trying to make that as personal as possible. And then this current hour that I'm on tour with right now is 99% personal. It's just about shit I'm going through right now. It's just like very deeply personal and, and jokey. You know, I got, I got a lot of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I like jokes. So nice. Um, quick question. What was the first time? Not what was it? When was the first time you ever did stand up? August 19th, 2009. Fucking knew Let's you were going to know that. I, I, I knew yeah. it. So you know the date, don't mm-hmm. you? Good shit. Were you fucking scared on the way up? I was never, I've never had stage fright in that sense of like, oh, oh people shit. are going to look at me. It was more like I was scared like, this is material going to work. That's, that's, sorry, that's what I meant. For sure, for sure. Yeah, because stage fright, I mean, once you don't give a fuck about people, I can be in front of a thousand people or six. Right. It don't matter. Don't give a fuck. I just wondered, I was just curious if the material would work or not. And uh, it did. 
So it was fine. <laughs> Did you find yourself just doing, because uh, this is something I've always had an interest in. And do you find yourself, before you started, just hoping that you could tell some fucking jokes and just kept growing from there? Kind of like what you're doing on social media. Like, I just tried. And I really going. had zero expectations beyond me thinking this is going to be so easy. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, if I were to have any emotion then, it was pure arrogance. But also... <laughs> The, the kind of arrogance that comes from pure ignorance. Like, I had no idea what I was getting into. I was just like, oh, well, I could get on stage and talk shit. And uh, how hard could it be? Pretty hard. <laughs> you know, like, just the, get the getting on stage and all that is, is relatively easy when it comes to, like, uh, actually doing it for real. Like, anyone can get on stage. But to, like, make something of it and not even just, like, become, quote, unquote, successful in it, but actually, mm -hmm. like, have a set. And write actual jokes that are coherent, cohesive, and like have stage presence and all that. That is like, you don't even think about that when you're starting. At least I yeah. didn't think about it when I started. It was just like natural, <laughs> you know. And then you got to be a performer. It's like being a musician almost. There's all these like intangibles you yeah. don't realize till you start doing it. Yeah, yeah. So there's so much in, like that goes into it. You're not even aware of it until you're 13 years in. Even uh, you know, like mm -hmm. and still, even still, you know, like you don't. I'm I'm not at least hyper analytical. Immediately, it'll take me a second to become to start analyzing something, and uh, 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 I never analyzed stand up before I started. It was just like, all right, let's just get on. That's stage. cool. Which, which is good uh, in that I wasn't a heavy student of it, so mm -hmm. everything I've learned has just been on the fly. Sometimes it's easier. We're not all obsessed with it, and like you, you're not all fucking eight mile about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, all these years, your life's depending on it. You just go out there, it's fun. Works. That's beautiful. You never gonna go home and get high tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys like the show. Yeah, I like that. That's really it. What's up, guys? Taking a moment to talk about the sponsor of this episode, and that would be Miller Lite. So right now, if you're watching this episode and you want a Miller Lite, but you don't want to go to the store, right now, go to MillerLite.com forward slash Yola, and that's going to take you to a landing page on any place that delivers beer to you. But if you're in the mood to go somewhere, go to the store, grab Miller Lights anywhere they sell beer. Miller Lite is the light beer for people that actually like the taste of beer. Miller Lite is light for a reason. It's under 100 calories. It's 96 calories. It's less than a soda. 3.2 grams of carbs for all the people out there watching their diet. And that's per can, all right? That's under 100 calories per can. I just moved into a new spot. I'm ready for football. So I know I keep talking about football, but guys, it's almost September. It's almost here. I just moved into a spot. I can't wait to have people over. We have Miller Lights. We're going to have drinks. We're going to be hanging out, eating chips, American stuff. But always, guys, don't drink and drive. Celebrate responsibly, all right? Milwaukee Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And on that note, remember, go to MillerLite.com forward slash Yola and go to a landing page. It'll show you anybody and everywhere that will bring you beer so you don't have to drive. But if you're not already drinking, guys, go to the store, grab a 12-pack, grab whatever you want. Just remember, Miller Lite, Dope as Usual podcast. Thank you. Question. You live in the suburbs. Your parents got the store. You said you grew up like, I'm not in the hood. What kind of kid? I have a feeling. What kind of kid were you in high school, man? I was an arrogant fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would chip That's on my a, shoulder. Damn, honest answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I didn't see myself as arrogant when I was then in that moment. I didn't see myself as arrogant. What I saw myself as was confident and uh, aspirational, mm. and I was dressing and acting the part of being successful without actually mm -hmm. being successful. You know, I was like smart in school. Oh, you're you know, a good student. I, yeah, great grades, you know, and from not, not and not from like trying really hard. I just had it at the time, you know. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to be a student now, I think I would be a terrible student. Um, and, and again, like again, if we're gonna list regrets, it's like music and then 
not being able to learn and uh, as much as I'd like. Uh, but at the time, I was like, I could pick anything up. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I had that kind of chip on my shoulder as a kid. Uh, and, and plus, my dad's store was doing okay. Like, we weren't rich by any means. But, you know, that's that clips line is like half a million in 20s is a billion dollars from where I'm from. You know, like, <laughs> there's like, it's kind of like that where it's like, it, even he didn't have a half a million dollars. It just, it, we just, it just felt like we were doing good. So yeah. that feeds into you, you know. I'm like, mm-hmm. I got polos and Lacoste and shit. Oh, shit. You know, like, yeah, gotcha. that kind of shit. Uh, uh, again, completely unearned confidence. Yeah. Uh, except for the fact that I was doing well in school, you know, yeah. and I was tall. It's cool. And I was tall. Uh, uh, yeah. How many times have I said that? You can do it. You're tall, motherfucker. Do it. You know? Yeah. Like, you know what I got to do because I'm yeah. fucking not? <laughs> Fuck you. Everyone was just, man, man you tall, man. Like, tall. Oh, do whatever you want. I can't, not that tall, but all yeah. right. <laughs> Anything over 6'1? Yeah. yeah. But I was six, six feet, 6'1 on a good day. So you was, look uh, tall as shit. Thank you. I'm <laughs> Thank you. Motherfuckers see me go, damn, I thought yeah. you were tall. That's why we booked you, really? actually. It was uh, the height. Yeah, we were like, yo, we need some light bulbs changed after motherfucker. People hit, like, on the, in the, when I do like meet and greets and stuff, people are like you're a lot taller in person. Like, what? The hell, how do I come off as short on the fucking camera? Uh-huh. I guess I do. Uh, but yeah, uh, so like I had that kind of confidence. It's in, okay to feel good about yourself, though. Most kids just don't. I feel like. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. I think it's awesome. Yeah. If you're not a fucking piece of shit about it, uh, you know? well, I'm sure I was. Yeah. Like, sli- I was like, I get what you're saying. Like, I wish I could have slapped myself back then yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Be humble, man. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was definitely, uh, and I think a lot of that for better or for worse, made me funny. But my funny, if I look back at it, was like usually mean or like at the expense of somebody, but like not like bullying, but like I could I could cut you down pretty fast, like make snide remarks and all that kind of shit. Uh, and not all the time. I wasn't like a bully by any means. I don't want to portray myself as that. At least I don't think I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that comedy is a function of that arrogance. Were you playing sports too? No, no, no. I have okay. no athletic... <laughs> Bones in my body. I mean, I thought I was okay at basketball, but then you yeah. meet people who are good at basketball. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, I, get crossed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you get crossed, once you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh my, who the fuck am I? Yeah. You play like against like a D three like backup player, and you're like, uh-huh. yeah, you're like, my knees broke. <laughs> so you play D three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marty's good at basketball. Yeah, yeah. You play someone who's like even you. If you were play like a D one person or like, like fuck, yeah. oh please, it's, yeah. it's fucking over for you me. You know, yeah. it's like the same thing. Like the difference is so. <laughs> I know, I didn't even play my high school team by any means. So it wasn't. I'm not good at all. I just enjoy talking shit. And I probably yeah. talk shit better than most people. You assumed yeah, I gotta you were be good. Honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This honest answer <laughs> yeah. shit is exactly. Yeah. The way I felt like I hope I wasn't a piece of shit, but you guys started. Didn't yeah. you? It's like I've made. I feel bad. I've made a few people cry in class, but I didn't fucking start it, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I see your mom. Don't I'm talk shit. If I can see feelings. your mom after school <laughs> yeah. and I can talk shit. <laughs> like, I will fucking, I'm, I feel bad. I was a nice kid, though. Yeah, I, tried, I thought. I tried, man. I tried. I fucking I tried, too, yeah, man. You know. I fucking tried, too. I had to ask, dude. Um, so when you go on to college, uh-huh. and that's, when you're st- that's when you're starting to think comedy. No, because you're 23, as she said. When I when I stopped when I ended college, yes. Oh, that's when you stopped. When I when I started college, I was gung ho about being a doctor. I wanted to be a doctor. That oh, was like oh, you know shit. it's a cliche, but it's like but also probably like was brainwashing to thinking I wanted to be one. Uh, but I did want to be one on the surface at least. And then uh, junior year, I dropped pre med because I got like a C in organic chemistry. 
And I was like, I don't really, this was hard, man. I, I think I just quit. I was like, I don't want to do this. This is too hard. And I don't, my heart's not in it. But you had two years of going to school for, so you can like, if I cut my shit, you can help me out right now. No, I would be like, that is ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is either. You're I was like, I don't know if that's real. <laughs> I've heard that word in school. I have no idea. I know what a fucking nucleus is. And that's about uh, all. That's it, no, but that like, I, I just dropped it thinking that. I got. I still have this finance degree, right? Like that's why I went to co- like my major was finance, and all my electives were pre med classes. But when I dropped it, I w- again, I wasn't thinking about the future necessarily. I was thinking about the right now, which is I hate this shit. I don't want to do it. I'm doing it poorly. Maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. Maybe I'm not as. All these kids are fucking smart, getting A's and shit. I'm like, I ain't shit. And then uh, same thing with the finance degree. Like when I graduated, like I thought I'd get a job. Did not get a job. All by all, meanwhile, all my friends were like going out to like be bankers and stuff, like investment bankers. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And then for like a year, I was at home living in Jersey, which is like a very humbling time. But that's when I, right after that, I started comedy. And I started comedy with like the same arrogance that I went to NYU with, which was, I got this. You know, it was like, it's so easy. I bet the other comics really love that. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, no, that's fucking awesome. I love that shit yeah. because it's just natural. Oh, how long could it be? You never have the fear of like, am I funny? Like, bitch, I don't, I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at this point. Yeah. I was like, just like that. I was like, it It wasn't even, it was like, I know I'm funny and I know I'm smart. Or at least I think I am at the time. Uh, turns out I'm not. <laughs> Either one of those things is as much as I thought I was or think I am. But uh, at the time, I was like, comedy. Run it. <laughs> I'm hard I mean, look look who's doing it. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, man, you're shit. honest. Man, so you went from pre-med to finance to yes, TV production to comedy. Yes, sir. I don't think we've heard that. Well, no, no. I, went, I was, the production was just a, a, like a comedy job. It, was, I wasn't, it wasn't like I've been doing stand-up since 2009. Uh, that was like that comedy job, that production job was like six months of uh, of uh, you know very long, uh, four months of a career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I saw you did. Uh, you said writing is your shit, the creative outlet. That's what you like to do. Mm-hmm. I saw. Like I said, I did a little bit of homework. You were writing on SNL for a weekend update. Yeah, yeah, I did that for a, a year, a season. Bro, that's the only part of SNL that's even okay anymore. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel those bad, are, bro. Those but are, those are those are peers of mine and friends of mine. And uh, uh, Che, my closest friend, head writer for the show, it's very hard to make a ninety-minute brand new thing every week. Every week <laughs> at that level <laughs> for forty years. For forty years. <laughs> You're going to see some misses. Yeah. There's going to be some drop-offs. Yeah. Dana Carvey comes back, I'm there. Kareem didn't hit every shot, you know? No, like, I, I feel Kobe you. Kobe missed a lot, too, you know? Kobe <laughs> missed the most shots. I, I had a meme yesterday about, like, Kobe has, like, the most misses ever or some shit. Yeah. Is that a true statement? Yeah. It might be. It's one it of my... It might be. It, what, this shit was a meme, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Kobe's oh, that's, got that's most been, misses, of, you know what I mean? I don't know about that one. Even if it's true, even if it is true, yeah, sounds still good. crazy. Still crushes it. He's still the greatest player to ever played a game. That was the point, you know, <laughs> that he had. Of course, yeah, so. of course. But no, I grew up on uh, SNL as a kid because my mom used to remember these two greatest hits mm-hmm. on tape. Mm-hmm. Phil Hartman, Chris Farley. I had all that shit as a kid. So I grew up on SNL until I started selling drugs, and uh-huh. I'm not home Saturday night. Right. That's where I stopped watching The Simpsons, football stuff. That oh, was it. Man, what a turn. What, I mean, it's, drugs took so much from you. It was sad. No, but they, they gave so much to me. <laughs> I have Netflix now, so it's okay, man. Like, right. I lost Circle back to all that circle shit. Circle back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who's in USC right now, but I will. Uh, catch up, catch up. We're catching up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
so as far as movies go, like Lifetime, where would you say you Ooh. lean? Is it the is it the um, movies? Chris say? Farley, Adam Sandler genre. Uh-huh. Where where do you lean with like all time movies? My old, man, my list is so wide and varied, but also because I haven't watched a lot of films. Oh, you have. So my list of good movies is this. If you were to ask me my top ten movies, it's probably like. 10 of the 15 I've seen. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, but that's, let me back up for a second. I've probably seen a lot. I just don't remember most of them. Yeah. You oh, know, like, because really? they'd be just on WB. They'd just be on. <laughs> you know, I'll be like, oh, okay, this is fucking Predator 2. Like, uh-huh. but I'm, ask me about Predator 2. I don't know. I've seen yeah. it. Danny Glover's in it. Yeah. 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 Predator 1, I remember they cut the jungle down with the yep. machine gun. I'm like, that's a wild scene. Yeah, but that shit's hard. That's how I am. Key points. He remembers the, you know, the different. names. You remember I have the a fucking crazy memory, and I, I grew up like uh, the cable guy. Uh-huh. So my mom, just it was my babysitter. That's exactly what she was always smoking. Let me hit this meth. You watch this show, <laughs> and I'm chill. I'm like, fuck yeah, run it. Al Run-up Bundy again. Meth and chill? Meth and chill. Yeah, fuck Netflix. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good babysitter. I imagine you could do meth and like sit still. And like how fast your brain is running it, it must it be. It sucks. Really? It sucks dick. I've done meth a few times as a kid. Oh. As a kid? <laughs> I'm from meth capital of America, Merced. Oh. Merced County sucks. It's the worst feel. Imagine being real sweaty and you're on grass and you get up and you're like, oh, I'm so itchy. Fuck this grass. But then put a sweater on after and don't scratch it. It's like that. Oh. I got to move. I got to scratch. Oh. Inside your brain. Oh, that stinks. It's so worth Oh, that stinks. <laughs> Truly. terrible, man. Truly. It's like my, my lungs itch sometimes on the inside. I'm like, just. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, can't yeah. Do But it's in your brain, so you're like that. That's oh. why you see tweakers doing this shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because their brain's fucking tripping. Oh, my yeah, God. mess nasty. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I was yeah. saying, what if it made you like, what if it, like, it was like limitless, the drug? Yo, <laughs> it's gotta have it some might be. I've seen some structures built well, by tweakers. It's just, yeah. it's just Adderall. Adderall is the same shit as meth, but it's like legal. Fancy Adderall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, fancy meth. Fancy meth. Yeah. Ooh, what are they called? A fancy meth. Fancy I mean, meth. fancy feast. Rebrand it. Rebrand it as fancy meth. <laughs> the generic name. Don't ever give me some fucking money like that, because I will start a pharmaceutical brand. <laughs> Call it a bunch of shit. Like eyes bleed. No more diarrhea though. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupid shit. Um, what are your uh, next upcoming dates? What are you gonna be doing? Uh, I go to Brea tomorrow, uh, August twenty sixth. I think that is, mm-hmm. and then uh, Brea on Saturday as well, Tucson Sunday, and then I'm off for like uh, until September nineteenth. I'll be in London. <laughs> how how long are you working out the hour? Do you know when you're gonna film this? I'm, f- I'm gonna film it most likely January uh, 2023, 20, uh, either here in LA or in uh, in San Francisco. I haven't decided yet, but uh, nice. uh, these two cities haven't seen it, and I'm doing like some theater in uh, at the Ace Hotel, which is, like I don't know how many seats, and then uh, Masonic Hall on the 21st, which is like 2200 seats. Damn. So. I, all that, that to Illuminati. say, like, what's that? Perform for that Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, tell those tech fucks to give me money. Uh, Invest. Yes. Uh, Invest. So that's the that's the goal right now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I could put it on tape now, but I don't think it's done yet. I think there's still a lot to figure out. It, I think, like, comedy's in a weird space right now. For the comedian, it's like, what moves the needle for me? Like, it used to be the special. Uh-huh. It used to be like you get a, I think, a huge check. It comes out on Netflix. The special was everything, but now it's like the live dates move the needle and the clips move the needle. Yeah. Like you could be getting way more on fucking YouTube than you might off your special. I think the the goal from a standard perspective is to just get out there and get your shit seen by 
whoever you may think like it and whoever doesn't know they like it because uh, they haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. So whatever gets you that goal fastest or best is uh, is best, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever like a, whatever approach gets you that by, yeah. in the way you want it to have mm-hmm. happen is probably the best approach. Uh, whether that means, you know, getting it on HBO or getting on Netflix yeah. or clipping up what I did in, in uh, last year it was clipped up the hour that I taped and yeah. now it's on TikTok and All on YouTube things, and shit. Yeah. It's just like serving as marketing for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so what moves the needle, I don't know. I think it's whatever gets you that goal. It, as my goal as a stand-up is to get my shit out there to as many people as can get it out there mm-hmm. uh, and can see it and have them like it. Uh, uh, and so TikTok is just proven to be mm-hmm. that right now. That shit's blowing the fuck up. TikTok is going to take over so many things right now. Do you it's find that ridiculous. you have a bunch of young-ass, like, kid fans on there, though, or is it not really like that? No, I think it's a, uh, it's a huge... TikTok is very good at what it does, mm-hmm. uh, which is distribute yeah, yeah. content. As they thread the needle so well with so many people, they're perfect at threading that fucking needle. Oh, yeah. But they're also there... That, that needle's being threaded, like, across a billion, trillion people that are on it. And so... Like the show, the shows are full of like eighteen-year-olds and twenty-year-olds and twenty-two-year-olds and twenty, like the whole range of people. I got, I have eighty-year-old women at my show before, mm-hmm. uh, multiple times. Like it's actually not uncommon to see that, and it's like every race is represented. It, what I found in places that have bigger Indian populations, I'll definitely have a lot more Indian people represented. But at the same time, like, mm-hmm. in, like if I go to the middle of the country, you know, mm-hmm. Omaha, Nebraska. It's full. I sold out Omaha in mm. March of this year. Those markets are tough. Yeah, and on like a Wednesday, I think. Yeah. You know? God damn. It's so it was Fuck. like, uh, 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 what's it called? Like the the reach uh-huh. is so crazy of TikTok, you know. But going back to what you said earlier, like the about the special, like the special move in the needle. Now, I think the special has kind of lost its luster a little bit. Uh, it, at least from an audience perspective, especially don't feel special anymore. Yeah. Because there's so many of them, and they're so like uh, uh, some of them are very cookie cutter. Mine look fairly cook. Thank you channel looks very cookie cutter. Like if you were to see it, it looks like a Netflix special, which is to its plus and minus. It's highly well produced, but it's kind of cookie cutter. And, and it's like, and that's not to knock the team at all. It's like you know, it's all design input for me. But uh, uh, I think that special kind of just looks and feels not as special anymore. So. Spe- it's hard for a special to move the needle and also hard for a special to be like everyone being like, yo, you gotta see this shit. You know, like I'm sure yeah, like yeah. for what it's worth and killing him softly and bigger and blacker oh, and hundred yeah. percent some of the big Cat Williams ones. I mean it was like, yo, God, you gotta watch this. That's cool. Yeah. You didn't yeah. watch it yet. Yeah. Well, people didn't have jokes. videos in front of them all right. day long. That's true. It right. Was it was it was fucking special. So it's yeah. a lot harder to make your special that ne- or Ali Wong's most re- like the lap, the first one that made her like, you know, a household name, mm-hmm. you know, what's it called? Cobra, Cobra, Cobra baby or something Something like that. Yeah. And it was like that, that was of the specials. I can remember the last one that was like a big one, a huge move the needle kind of special. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, You're not wrong. It, or yeah. homecoming King for Hassan. I think it did like crazy numbers for him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably a few others that I, I, I'm missing, but, uh, the, spe- the special doesn't feel as special anymore, and that's just a function of the fact that no, everyone's right. got one. Mm-hmm. You know, as a fan of comedy, I, you know how much fucking stand up I watch. Yeah. 
you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Like when I hear about it, like it's all good. It's good. I'll watch it tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't gotta watch it right fucking now, like it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah, the yeah. Chappelle Ooh, three in a row. Yeah, fucked yeah. it up. Not in a bad way for because I'm stoked to watch, mm-hmm. but it fucked it up for the rhythm. I think it oversaturated yeah. with the biggest fucking comic on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Too quick. I think Killing Me Softly was that perfect. I got that bitch on DVD still. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, so much that was that like the perfect sweet spot for like comedy specials for me. When Rogan had his, uh, the shiny Happy Jihad one with his little Kangol he had on and shit. I don't know that one. That was like probably 2009. See, I'm I don't not know. a student. I don't, I'm not yeah. a student of the game in mm-hmm. terms of specials at all. Like I know the ones I know, but outside of that, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. You fuck the Ed Murphy ones, Delirious and all that shit? Okay. Of course, of course. <laughs> I want to make sure. What about comics today? Is there anybody that you like to follow that you think is like, Really funny today, or doing it right online, or innovative. Uh, I mean, besides the obvious, I and mean, obviously Schultz is doing fantastic. Oh they're all doing like fantastic things on the marketing front and uh, on the comedy game. Yeah, I mean, they, we were just talking about them earlier. Yeah, they. I feel like they really, he really innovated, especially through the clips. Well, I mean, uh, when you're fucking tall, guys, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 who's doing fun stuff <laughs> from a, a material perspective? <laughs> I don't really know. Like I, I've been kind of blinders on for the last forever. Like I don't really pay attention mm-hmm. to uh, uh, yeah. a lot of shit that's happened. It's been a couple of years since I've been actively looking at shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know what happened. I, I'm just so focused on myself. I'm just being very mm-hmm. selfish with my time and my energy. And like I'm not a hyper focused person. So for me to have that focus uh-huh. requires me to not think about it. like I. You could easily spend your time just watching other people's specials and all yeah. that stuff. But it's like. I can't. I, I don't have the time. I, yeah, I don't we have the totally band. feel you. We don't listen to a lot of other podcasts. No, I don't have the time, dude. And it's like I don't want to be swayed mm-hmm. subconsciously exactly. by yeah. anything. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't want to, the worst thing that happens is you hear a bit that you're doing, and you're like, "Fuck!" Mm-hmm. And now there goes that. I can't do that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're blind to like, bitch, I don't even know who you are. I don't I've know. Never even I seen it. Never. S- I go to sleep okay. Yeah, because uh, I think about shit like this. I make so much content. And people are like, "Yo, it's already done." I don't know you, motherfucker. Yeah. Also, why am I talking to you? Leave yeah. me the fuck alone. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you, like some people will comment, like, this guy did this similar joke, and this, like, you think I know that? I don't. Also, fuck you. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's almost impossible not to step on ideas at this yeah. point. It's impossible. It's, it's, it's fucking, there's so much shit in your pocket. But that's why, like, the hour that I have right now is super about me, and it's, would be, you'd be hard pressed. Yeah. To, Find anyone talking about the same shit? Yeah, uh-huh. Damn near impossible. Because it's all about you. It's all about me. Yeah. You know, Aziz once told me only talk about what you, only you can talk about. Mm, I've taken I the advice that. to heart. I, you know. Did you see the video? I think it was Lisa Lampanelli's no comedian. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no diss on Lisa. No, I was Lisa, like on but, World Star. She had just a full meltdown on a heckler. It's oh, a weird shit. thing with hecklers, like They're dicks. Are you going to stop the whole show and make security take this motherfucker out? Are you going to sit there and make fun of him? Are you going to act like you don't see him or whatever? Like, how do you deal with it? If somebody's talking or being a shithead in the crowd, uh-huh. how do you deal oh, with Oh, you ask me. Uh, well, it really depends on that. It's on a case-by-case basis. <laughs> yep. And I think I have a pretty good read on uh, tone and what how people are behaving and all that kind of stuff from uh, just being on stage for so long. Like, I can... And just from being a human being, like I can tell someone's saying something mean or they're trying, they want attention yeah. or, and how to like disarm that person from what it is they're trying to do. You know, there's my most recent viral clip on TikTok is me shutting down a home or responding to a homophobic heckler. This guy, I'm doing a joke with like, it's, it's, it's a throwaway joke within the set. So like by throwaway, that, I mean, I mean like, 
By that, I mean, I know it's a bad joke. Oh, but, shit. But in the context, like, you have to understand the, con- the context is I'm talking to a urologist. And I'm trying to make him laugh. Uh, but with some hacky shit. So I say something hacky uh, to try to get. And as I'm saying it, you know, some guy yells out, because it's gay. And But he didn't say it with a joke tone. He said it with oh. a tone of, like, oh, he's trying to be, like, a dick. A dickhead. Uh, and he actually is trying to use that in a pejorative sense. That's what I heard. And, and that's what it sounded like because that's what I think he was trying to do. So I flipped it on him and was talking shit to him. And all these people in the comments, like, oh, um, that's that's a plant. Or, no, that's not what he was saying. So on a, it's on a case-by-case basis that I'll evaluate. But, you know, other times there's someone yelling shit out and I'm just like, you're just trying to help, but you're not doing a good job at it. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, which is identical situation but if you you can hear someone trying to help versus some trying to be rude hey what's up man hey what's up man it's like oh it's all it's all tone chill out it's all tone so if if lisa lambanelli went off on somebody i'm sure it was either someone who'd been heckling the whole time and and knew what they were doing being antagonistic and she was like all right that's the fucking end all be all Mm -hmm. or it was the end of her rope uh, and it didn't matter what was going on, yeah. and, and this person had no idea what the fuck they were doing. Uh, they just thought they were trying to be funny, and yeah. Lisa's like, "You don't fuck." And it was like they probably been like fourteen other hecklers before that heckler that yeah, yeah. went on in like that context. You know, mm-hmm. it's really yeah. just case by case. If someone says some goofy shit, I can. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, the trigger's always there. It's like get them a water, and it's like code for get them the fuck out. Yeah. You know? Oh, I like that. Well, that's just it's the phrase. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever yeah, the yeah. phrase is that you have I like club. that. Because it, it does get awkward awesome. when yeah. she was like, security, like really stop the show. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't funny anymore. I like that. I'll like, pull some Gene Simmons shit and yeah. walk out. And... <laughs> remember that shit? You remember when someone heckled Gene Simmons? No. He fucking got out, went into the crowd, stood over the man, the guy fucking, ah, <laughs> all right, yeah, Gene yeah. Simmons, and then he walked back on stage all old as fuck. <laughs> That's what happens. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's definitely been uh, uh, conversations with staff and being like, the staff is always, at most clubs is always like, so if he- someone heckles you, like, how do you want to handle that? I'm like, you'll know. Like, I'll be like, you'll know. You'll know. You can tell. You know, it's like, if something's crazy, they, they'll approach, like, or like, you, I can see them coming. Uh-huh. And then. It's gotten to that point for you. I mean, no, that's just a, na- that's a thing that happens. Like, if someone's oh, heckling from you and gotcha. I've engaged, like, mm-hmm. security will naturally kind of focus their attention yeah, yeah. to that. Like, just pay attention to what's going on just in case I say the code words. And uh, did you see that wild video of Mike Tyson where the dude was doing stand up in front of him? No, what it was like a small little venue, like the size of this room, and there's like a dude doing stand up or some shit. Uh-huh. And like the host asked him to get off stage, Tyson's just sitting there, just right in front of him. Uh-huh. And the, the dude asked him, like, to get off stage or some shit. The dude pulls a gun out. Oh, he's, yeah, he's like, like Bro, I didn't see Tyson's that at all. Like, What's up? You got it? He's like, I just got it right. He's like. He like gave so, the dude a hug. At the end, he hugged him and he apologized to Mike Tyson put his gun away. But Mike Tyson's <laughs> like this with the pistol in his eye. Like, okay. Yeah. It's like, yo, you're not fucking around. <laughs> you can't fight him. Yeah. He'll bite you. He don't care about a gun. It's Mike Tyson, it's man. Mike Tyson, bro. He's the calmest, craziest Pit pothead bro. in the world, man. He just cracked a smile on that gun. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. He went, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, Fuck no, but Mike Tyson was getting a, a single show. Like he was one guy in a crowd. Yeah. He was a comedian on stage. Uh-huh. This guy rushes in and is like, I love you. I love you. And then he pulls the gun out. Like, fuck you. He's talking shit because they're throwing him out. Uh-huh. It's a very weird Tense, situation. That's a weird moment. Yeah. Fuck, uh, I got to see this. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring it up. We're moving our studio into the same 
room with he's Tyson. About he's about to be our our neighbor. set neighbor. Oh, really? That's crazy. Because it's us, Matt Barnes, and this show. Uh-huh. We're going to be like on the roster for this agency. I gotta come. Bro, I want to meet Matt Barnes. <laughs> that motherfucker's big as shit. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know that for He's a monster. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I told Marty, I'm like, I'm excited and I'm mad nervous. Yeah. I'm. What, what's gonna happen? You think yeah. you smoke weed? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. no, no. I, no, I, I think the guarantee, I'm gonna give him a run for his motherfucking money. I'm like, yo, you trying to smoke a pound? Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mike think, Tyson. They yeah, said that, smokes forty thousand dollars worth of weed a month. Yeah, I heard that too. That's, it must be expensive. And he's yeah. got his own strain, so yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's his own I gotta be part. honest though, you know me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. I'm uh, like, yo, you trying to smoke eight grams of hash? Uh-huh. I win. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could beat you at something. That's gonna. As long as I say I knocked you out of the car. I, I, I could not, see you I and Mike sitting there playing fucking knockout or Sega. Something. Yeah, like <laughs> Shinobi. That'd be so epic. Yeah. yeah oh man, I can't wait. Also, wait, hold on. You were the kid with the good grit and shit. You had video games. Of course. Yeah, I had to ask what what was your fucking game as a kid? Goldeneye. Oh, you were the 007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah man. I love the intro. Uh huh. That was hard. my shit. Goldeneye was what I played. I sucked at it. I was a monster. So I would just fucking mm-hmm. love playing with my cousins and I. We play all the time. Just that game slept on. People don't bring that up with fucking it's true. Zelda. And all You're the right. Games. It's not brought up enough. Like Metal Gear too. And my homies were all about Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. I just uh, played Shinobi. Well, I don't know what Shinobi is. Yeah, Sega. Uh, the, oh. the little uh, uh, ninja that throws stars. It's just the side view, and he just walks. It was whack. I was oh, four. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, it was whack. I played man. Sonic on Sega. I played Sonic, of yeah, course. I mean, that was everybody. But like Goldeneye was uh, the family game. We would four. We had four controllers. It'd be like all of us in rotation. Just like all right. Oh, that's hard. It was the best. I would I've always be the second scientist. That. You're always the scientist. Second scientist. She's, second she, scientist. She could blend into the walls better. So if you like, oh, you play this for level. real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you play it for real. <laughs> Depending on the levels, like you could um, pick your player. A couple weeks ago, I went to the Call of Duty World Series. What is that? I Call of Duty World Championship. Uh huh. That makes more sense. Yeah, World Championship, <laughs> yeah, yeah. bro. Uh-huh. Have, you, have you ever been to esports? Or anything? No, I've never seen an esports tournament. That sounds dope. <sighs> I walked in and there was nobody else. I'm like, this is gonna be whack. It's at a coliseum. Like, there's nobody outside. There's one security guard. But I forgot. It's like a bunch of nerd dudes. Yeah, yeah. So no one's like getting shit faced and fighting and asking you where you're from with rags on. Right. So I walk in and it is fucking packed. Of course. Stadium, <laughs> a stage, some desks, dudes playing with gigantic screens and a, and a fucking announcer. <laughs> Guys up top with the cameras. You saw my live. Yeah, I went it was in. Crazy. There was lines of people, wait like hundred people waiting for some little guy signing their controller. With a, with a, a full like UFC kit on, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, but it's all like something gaming, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the fighter, the Avenger, like people were signing up buying jerseys like it was a basketball game. They're probably making millions of dollars. Oh games. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. The the prize was I think it was two mil. Did they play like forever? Did the game take for fucking ever? No, it's just so a much? Call of Duty game. I don't know how it's long like it's fucking take. ten minutes, man. That's all it was. But it's tournament style. You oh. know, what I'm saying? it's like fucking Cobra Kai bullshit. Fucking <laughs> all that bullshit. <laughs> But for video games, <laughs> yeah. is it was it team or was it individuals? Yeah. So Optic Gaming, we've had a Hex Optic. Uh, he's the owner of it, and he's like, I don't know about video games that much, but I so I went and 
you know, people have their jerseys. They're doing chants in the fucking crowd. I got to go. Yo, <laughs> coolest thing I ever saw. I'm trying to go watch yeah. a Mario one like the that. cities have teams. He said he sold yeah, LA his, something. New York. He this. sold his team to the owner of the Texas Rangers. Yeah. And then he's like, I didn't like how they were handling the brand. So I, I bought it back from him. Uh-huh. And I own it again. That's interesting. Dude, I wonder how much teams cost. They paid 100 mil. $100 million? For their team. That's fucking crazy. You ever heard of the FaZe Clan guys? No. There's a people called FaZe Clan. I know they're video game guys. I don't know about them. Uh-huh. I don't watch video games or YouTube. I just watch fights. Uh-huh. They just sold their fucking team. There's 10 people on their team. Just give me one guess. How much you think they sold their video game homies clan name for? $10 million. A billion dollars. A billion would it be? They all a got a hundred e- mil for esports, e-sports team. team. They, they each clan. got a they they each each hundred mil. All ten guys. Damn. That's oh, that's how they did it. God damn. They all own ten percent. Oh shit. Because Eric's friends were one of those one of them, and Oof. he's like, bro, he really told me he's like they gave me a hundred million fucking dollars because they paid us a billion. And you continue to play, but now yeah, they just own you, the you shit. probably still have a percentage, and you just you're the face, but you're bought out. You're done. Go fucking live it up, man. You playing video games? Well, oh, hundred million dollars, man. I, see, I fucked up, man. See, I fucked up. Goldeneye, man. <laughs> yeah. Bring back Goldeneye, man. Man, oh man, that's damn that's fucking. That's athlete money, man. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like that's Russell Westbrook. You got ten Brett Favre on here. Fuck. Yo, so you on? Do you watch sports? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you watch football? Not as much as I should. Uh, uh, okay, okay. What, what team? If you had to pick a team, Giants. But that's only because you're from New York. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. my just dad's team. Um, but basketball, Kobe fan, Lakers. Uh, sad last year, but obviously, uh, hopefully this year it'll be a. a, a yeah. Inter- I want to see what happens off season. But can, can you make any sense out of me? I always thought it was so weird how you got the Jets and the Giants in the same stadium, right? Uh huh. One's from one's the New Jersey Jets. One's no, the New York. New York Jets. Yeah. New Jersey New Jets, New York Giants, right? No, it's no, New, New York, York both New York. They're both New York teams. It was the New Jersey Jets, though, right? Maybe in like Maybe. the 60s. Yeah, I don't know when. It was just, that shit was always weird to me, that they were like in the wrong state. Is that not weird? Oh, that, that, they, don't, that they don't play in New York at all, they're, like they should be in Long Island, kind of? Yeah, like they're in fucking New Jersey. I, I'm sure there's an answer to that question. <laughs> well, now the fucking Niners play in Santa Clarita, so uh-huh. they're not even in the Frisco no more. Fucking bullshit. Mm. Um, you should go to a Laker game out here. I want to go, man. I, I, my timing has never intersected, but actually, now that I think about it, I'm gonna. I might be here in November, uh, so maybe I'll swing by if I if the schedule lines up. I'll do a Laker game. I did one. Uh-huh. We got the box thing because my mm-hmm. friend. I just leave it at that. We got the box thing, uh-huh. and uh, it was awesome. I'm afraid of heights. It was just terrible for me, mm-hmm. but it was cool to see motherfuckers yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you have a great experience, guys. I I would I've been to a, a lot of Knicks games uh, and Nets games. Uh, Knicks games like I've been very close because Che and I would go time to time, and he gets like insane seats from the Garden, oh, New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's nothing. I mean, the box is great, but there's nothing like being on like in the actual court and just <laughs> having a great time, like. But I've been so spoiled. I'm like, I can't go section 200 ever again, man. <laughs> oh, you're fucked. It's over. I know exactly how you feel. When you see Fuck. when you see the the guys on in real life, like that's the biggest person I've ever seen in my entire life. That's just such feel, a big person. You, you always feel like I can handle myself. Then you see a motherfucker like oh, you could do. Oh, you could break my neck yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. I've only met a few people that made me feel like scared. I'm like, do you murder my chiropractor? Uh-huh. I told you. 
fucking Lou Ferrigno <laughs> chiropractor. He's the biggest man ever. As he's cracking my back, I was like, dude, you could kill me. Yeah. I didn't realize you could fold me like Bolo from fucking Bruce Lee and just snap my body in half. <laughs> Boom. I fuck with that shit. Uh-huh. It scares yeah. the hell out of me, dude. I've never like, yo, if I was in prison, I'd have to fight you. I'd die. No, you'd be fucked. I mean, that's that's <laughs> like you Not literally, literally, literally in fucking figuratively. Nah, uh, you should stab me. But when you're uh, that like that experience is like second to none, like uh-huh. being up close. But so I would love to go to Laker game when I'm here. I just don't know when. If the timing works out in November, if they're going to be here or not. I'm just thinking that's what that trainer felt like when Peyton Manning was starting to fucking. <laughs> you can team up. <laughs> Yo, I forgot about this, Marty. Wow, you just scarred Peyton Manning for back. me, bro. That's yeah. my first call, man. Because <laughs> I never remember what the fuck we're talking about. We have a segment called, what the fuck was I talking about? Nice. Here? It's called every segment of the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do a one last thing before we uh, wrap this up. Okay. Can we do who were you in the 90s? For sure. Thank you. Was I in the segment. 90s? While I'm pulling that up, I was wondering, do you do you dabble with any sort of shrooms or anything like that? Yeah. You have shrooms? I think I do in the back room, actually. Uh, yeah. Tap, uh, I, capsules. I love I love shrooms. Uh, uh, I haven't had a full ego death trip yet. So I didn't know what that was, but when I take shrooms, I eat seven, I eat seven grams at, at a time, me and my wife. That's a lot. It's a lot, but I do it in the dark, in the pitch black, no, no music. Uh-huh. Cause I've done shrooms a lot, but it's always like hanging out. Like, yeah, yeah. I wanted to experience something else. Best thing I ever did in my life. Oh, really? It's fucking scary. But I was like above my house. It's a long story. I was like seeing my body flying around, talking to people. Uh-huh. People were like you experienced this and ego this. I'm like, oh, what the fuck you're talking about? Yeah. But for weeks after, I was just dwelling on it. Like I, wa- you know, when you watch a crazy ass thing, like damn, I can't stop thinking about that motherfucker. Uh huh. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. So I have experienced whatever that is, uh-huh, and yeah. it's fucking scary. I've never done that, but it seems like something I would like it's to fun. do at some point in my life. It's fun. You ever fuck with other psychedelics? LSD, I've done. Oh, okay. Uh, I still haven't done it. Uh, twice, I think I did it. How do you, how'd you like that compared to shrooms? It, it's kind of very, very similar. Uh, the first time I did it, I kind of fucked it for myself because I also smoked, and you're not supposed to do that unless you want to like go into like hyperdrive and like fuck your brain up oh, in terms of like the thoughts you're thinking, all that. Uh, and so I was like catatonic and like don't talk to me anybody for like a while and then mm-hmm. I'll come back out of it and then go back into it kind yeah. of thing uh, and it was too intense but the second time I did it I was like oh this shit is fire it's fun it's like it's just like shrooms uh, uh, I heard it feels uh, more controllable yes that's what it felt yeah. like too because you can it's a it's a what's it called made drug like so yeah, you're not like, yeah you're not a man made exactly I couldn't think of that, but you're, you're like, <laughs> it's constructed by some more, you know, <laughs> constructed yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's easier to dose. I, I mean, I've heard so many good things about it. The only reason was my aunt used to do. Remember the '90s when fucking hippies came back for some reason? Uh-huh. My aunt was one of those people, and her friend, I won't. Her friend, mm-hmm. they used to ask all the time. I'd go over her house, swim, and then one day she was just weird. And I found out later she went schizophrenic after a bad fucking acid trip. Yeah, that's crazy. And it scarred me forever. Yeah, yeah. It's a good reason to not do it. So I just do mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever do you ever try DMT? No. Ah, me neither. Never done it. Me neither. There's a there's a good brand of shrooms called Hero Bars. It's like uh like a ten gram bar made out of cho- chocolate bar. Like a wonk bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like uh they have like perfect markings. So like mm-hmm. this is like one for this, five for this, ten mm-hmm. if you take but like I've had other bars like that before. Like the, the boom bar is good, but the hero bar is like, oh, you don't just yeah, dabble. You like shrooms. Yeah, 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 like yeah. you know the fucking name. Yeah, we, yeah. we 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 don't get a lot of people that fuck with mushrooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Psychedelics, yeah, yeah. especially from New York. I right? don't know. 
uh, it was just like the hero bars. The first time I had it was in San Francisco because our friend gave it to us, uh, and I was at this like house party kind of, and like I gave it out to everybody, and everyone was like, "These are amazing." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, they they are fucking fantastic." Yo, my yeah. mom's been on shrooms for like eight months. Uh-huh. No Every sure. time she, you have any more shrooms? I'm like, fucking mom, <laughs> she's going hard, dude. Uh-huh. She's just eating yeah. mushrooms all the time. That's now. awesome. I gotta right. get back on it. I know. I, I've been so busy, man. I don't have enough time because, yeah. like I said, I go fucking hard. Yeah. I don't have enough time to sit for eight hours. Yeah. And not look at business shit. <laughs> like, I can't What's do your it normal right routine with it? Do you like to be alone, and or do you like? To oh, I do it socially. People? I'm not like again. Like I haven't done like a crazy trip or anything like that. Yeah, the microdose is fun. I did it recently. Yeah, like a, a, a little more than a micro, but not necessarily like anything hyper perceptible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just not to feel something yeah, different. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like a slightly elevated, maybe some like movement on the walls, like and leaves and shit. But yeah. beyond that, like nothing crazy. See, mm-hmm. that's what I need to get into more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. just. A little bit. Yeah. That, I did it one time. I did like a gram and a half, and it was so fun. It's nice. It's like a buzz. It's a good yeah, it was buzz. like a buzz. Yeah, a good, and then I did yeah. too much on here one day when, when during an episode, yeah. and I had to fucking cut the episode off. It was yeah. too... I was done. Wall started swimming. Wall started on. swimming on me. I couldn't... Like, I kept forgetting, like, we're, oh, we're filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, I, I, I don't do that that often. Uh, I haven't done that. Uh, it's usually just like a social amount. Uh, going out like mm-hmm. fucking around talking to people bullshit my homie makes uh, psilocybin pens who does like my homie makes psilocybin vape pens uh-huh. so oh, like a couple crazy. hits or just, you know, oh, like, uh, he's like usually about six or seven hits I'm starting to trip a little bit that's like, crazy that's fucking his DMT ones uh-huh. that sounds sick that sounds yeah. amazing yeah yeah that he, sounds dangerous yeah he left him in my house one time for a couple weeks when he went out of town I'm like yo put that shit away in a fucking box in my closet because they will get smoked to here yeah. somebody's gonna ruin their day yeah, yeah. could you have to do a DMT oh, pen in my house and you just hang it out mushroom flavor dopest man <sighs> be done yeah whole day's gone I don't know what DMT does. Um, it's just, it's so hard to explain. Uh-huh. And if I haven't done it, I don't really feel like yeah. I can even explain it for Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Let's just say it. mushrooms times a thousand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried salvia? No. Okay, don't. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's trash. Um, all right, hold on real quick. Let's do this. Who are you in the 90s? This is a little segment we do. Okay. I just want to get the feel of uh, who's here. All right? And you're very blunt. Oh, exactly. Hey, yo. Exactly, Marty. That was a good time, <laughs> I guess. You just started with a tongue roll. What the fuck? All right, you ready? Yeah. Who were you in the 90s? Um, I'm just going to ask you a question. You just pick in between. That's it. Okay. V- and remember, this is you as, you said you were born in 86? Yeah. So you're in the, you're, you're like an eight-year-old kid, 10, maybe 12, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. in that state, VH1 or MTV? MTV. Quick as hell. Yeah. That was the quickest answer ever. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Of course. Yeah. For sure. VH1 fucking sucked besides behind the music. That's the easy one. Hard one. Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey movies? Jim Carrey, I think. Uh, I'm trying to think. But again, like, I don't, I don't remember when uh, Waterboy came out. 96. Okay, so then Adam Sandler. Wait, when did Liar Liar come out? 96. Okay, so both. <laughs> <laughs> 97, Night Liar Liar. Uh, but still. Uh, like, like, I saw, if I had to choose who took the race, it was Jim Carrey, because I stayed watching more of his movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I followed him slightly more than I followed Adam, but I also watched a lot of Adam's movies, too. Like, all the drama stuff that they both tried to do. Uh, so I think, it's, I think it's fairly neck and neck right now. I played ball with Sandler, so... Uh, Ooh, name drop. Shit. What epic. up, Adam? Epic, uh, epic. Uh, uh, <laughs> get the 
fuck out of here. Because we worked on a movie together. I was on set with Rock, like doing a punch up with him. And it was the movie they did together. So uh, I met Adam and, and got to know him a little bit. And so, epic. Yeah, That's yeah. his all-time favorite person. Adam's the best. Yeah, the time. nicest guy in the world. Yeah. He's a hooper too, right? He's like, balls. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've age. watched it. He's fucking fairly yeah, good, he's, man. He's like, a tank of a man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I stopped uh, playing soccer and went to football because of the water boy. It's uh-huh. like turning point in my life, That's actually. incredible. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking wild. But I get it. Jim Carrey movies is like the mask. The dancing with the cops. It doesn't get more fun than that shit as a kid. Like, yo. Mm-hmm. I had the want. mask on VHS. Yeah, I still do. Yeah, yeah. The yep. big face. Yes, I just sir. bought a, a sculpture of it, like a toy oh, that moves. Funny. Stanley Ipkiss, that motherfucker is detailed. It's got wrinkles on his face, mm-hmm. and it comes with Milo with the mask on. That's fantastic. <laughs> hard as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so Jim Carrey wins on this one. It's hard, because Anderson is my favorite. It's a tie. It's, it's a tie. Let's just say a tie. Let's call it a tie. That's the first okay. tie in who are you in the 90s history. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Tupac or Biggie Smalls? Biggie. Okay, quick again. Yeah. Is it because he's from New York or just like the music better? Music is better than me. Okay. But that's not to say I was not fucking with Tupac. Of course. Yeah, I love it's Tupac, It's neck too. and neck, but just one's a little higher. Yeah, yeah. Biggie, When sure. you're in middle school, did you have, like, All Eyes on Me, Life After Death? Were you listening to that shit? I had, I had, uh, Life After Death. I had Biggie's album. Uh, and I think we might have had Tupac's album too. My cousin and I would share it, but uh, uh, it was Biggie was more accessible to us. Uh, like I think I just got the Biggie uh-huh. album before that, and, and parents, it was also more on MTV. I think Biggie was more on MTV at the time. I don't know. Did they let you listen to shit like that, or not so much? At, at some point, it became kind of uncontrollable what I was doing with music and stuff. Yeah. You know, it was like it, they're gonna—they're not paying attention constantly, so they didn't like that we would listen to it. But at some point, they like kind of you and your cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have any brothers or sisters? I had a younger sister. Oh, okay, okay. I have a younger sister. Yeah, way yeah. younger. Four years. So it's awesome. a generation. Yeah, that's that's a whole high school years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The generation is a high school uh, chunk, I think. Like five years. Yeah, a whole. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh well, damn. Yeah, that's a generation apart. Mm. So yeah. All right, so B Smalls. Mm-hmm. Although changes holds a dear place in my heart, it's by mm-hmm. you know, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's another two. It's another Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey. It's yeah. hard. That's why we do this shit, yeah. <laughs> right? To make motherfuckers think like, but do I? Mm-hmm. So here we go. Next, this one's always. I feel like we got to change this one up. You know what? No, we were all kids. Full House or Family Matters as a kid. Whoa! Family matters. Family matters. Yep. Steve Berg was too funny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we watched both obviously a lot, but Family Matters takes the cake because like my parents would watch Family Matters, mm-hmm. uh, not Full House. Though. Yeah, yeah, not Full House. Family Matters, like this Urkel kid is yeah. crazy. Daniel Tanner was no fucking Urkel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I gotta say, I fucking fuck with Full House heavy. Uncle mm-hmm. Jesse and Uncle yeah, Joey, man. They're uh-huh. funny as hell as kids, mm-hmm. man. The funniest line ever I remember is when uh, Joey Gladstone walked in the kitchen and Danny Tanner's got the. He's like got the soap going on his hand, and then Joey Gladstone goes, "That's it, folks. He's officially started washing the soap." Fucking Bob Saget, fucking great. I bet you go back. You probably there's a lot of jokes we missed. There's so, so many, so many jokes. jokes we yeah, uh-huh. so many jokes that they make a hundred percent. Yeah, but for me, I got to go. Family Matters. It's okay. one of my favorite shows yeah. ever. It's great. I loved it. Well, real quick, uh, one time I'm getting high. Just smoking weed, literally just just smoking a joint. My friend FaceTimes. I'm like, "What's up, man?" He goes, "Hey, I'm with somebody you're gonna want to meet." I go, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, he goes, "What's up, man? Eddie Winslow." I go, "Shut the fuck up." He's <laughs> on my balcony. I'm talking to Eddie Winslow about the fucking my favorite episodes for like ten minutes. It was I'll hold it for you. Met Urkel too, right? Yeah, I was at a wee party. I turned around. I'm like, oh, it's Devon Urkel. 
Is he good? Was he <laughs> cool? He's fucking cool. He's he's got, got, he's my lead pipe's name is Stefan Urkel. And oh, I really? told him, and he goes, that's fucking awesome. I'm like, yo, you made my day. <laughs> I'm going to leave the party now on a high note. George Costanza style, I'm out of here, bro. I can like, die get now. Yeah, 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 bro. <laughs> Jaleel White. Jaleel White's tight. Yeah. All right, here we go. Pulp Fiction or Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump. Mm. Fuck okay. yeah! Because I was too young to appreciate what the fuck Pulp Fiction was. Oh, yeah, I'm thirteen. I'm, I'm I'm ten years old in 1996. I'm, you know that's a that, good point. That's a good point. But yeah. my mom was terrible. I watched it at five. Uh-huh. I was watching yeah. all that shit. It was probably sick as a when you're five. Like, oh my god! But you had no idea what was going on. I didn't get. I won't go too into detail because you, know, you two fucking hates this. But yeah. I didn't get a lot of the things. The like, basement so, scene. Yeah, I'm like what. The spider caught a fly. Yeah. I didn't understand. Why has he got a full suit and he was in a box? Yeah. Where's my mom at? Like, yeah. I don't know what's happening. Mom, what's the red ball in his mouth mean? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, no. for real? That was it. Res, uh, uh, Natural Born Killers, she told me not to watch. And it, it, that kind of scared me. Yeah, Natural Born Killers will yeah. fuck anybody. Yeah, yeah. when Reservoir they popped dog. that f- the pharmacist, that scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you, there's, yeah. but so Forrest Gump, and all Forrest Gump was also just on all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like once it came out, like I think it was a year or two later that went in syndication it was just on television it's just such a good fucking movie it's such a good movie yeah. but yeah it was, it was just a, a easily digestible it so good, you watch it like over and over like man this is so good it was my it we was talk my about it every episode. yeah every episode <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn near <laughs> and shit at the yeah. end yeah. so hey. it's Forrest Gump Forrest Gump maybe bleep out that yeah so I get in trouble again <laughs> sorry here we go you ready it or Chucky? And I'm talking about it with with Tim Curry. It. Did you ever watch that as a kid? I'm gonna say neither, but only because like I, I don't think we watch. I think I probably watched it, and I oh. probably also watched Chucky. But I was of the age to be like, this shit is corny as hell. Oh, like, you like, weren't that kid. I was yeah. fucking scared. I mean, phobia. I had a phobia. I'm not a real phobia, but like clowns freak me out. Like I don't like. Oh, they do. But that's probably from the movie It. But you should watch it as an adult. It's uh-huh. not like that scary. Uh-huh. Tim Curry's just a great fucking actor. Oh, okay. He's so funny at the same time in two seconds. Like, you scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Even now. Mm-hmm. But Chucky, is, I, I had a fear of dolls as a kid. Got it. Okay, yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> Chucky, I mean, all both of them, like, just, just fucking hit him or something. You know, like, as a kid, like, that's by the, who I was in the 90s. Like, who I was? Just fucking hit him. Just hit the fucking cops collar. The cops. Take his head off. <laughs> all right, here we go. I still scared me. He was killing grown adults. Uh-huh. This fucking doll. That's what scared the fuck <laughs> out of me. Here we go. Mario or Donkey Kong? Mario. Good shit. Yeah. We only see. had one Donkey Kong ever. Yeah. I never really played Donkey Kong. I either. didn't fuck with it. Jumping over barrels. I'm, I'm not switching with it. that to Luigi or some shit. No, we can't go. Some, we got to really. <laughs> it's got to be Mario or Sonic if you're going to. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm still going to do Mario. Yeah. I would. That think. I think it'd be. Earlier it was Mario, but then Sonic was just such a better entertainment system. Like the graphics were better. I get what you, it was for me. I could never do the spin out and go because I was a little kid. And he, my parents were just on drugs. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, who's going to show me the buttons? So I'm just tapping, and he. I can never get fully around till I was like four or five. <sighs> Mr. Roboto. Here we go. Here we go. McDonald's or Burger King? Ooh, Burger King. As a kid. Mm-hmm. You're the first Burger King ever. Because mm. we didn't we didn't eat a lot of beef growing up. I've had chicken if, sandwiches. Chicken sandwiches. The long one. Yep. Ooh, that shit was bomb. Yeah, that shit was the best. Mm. So it was fucking bomb. And it was uh I think I had beef like if I was gonna have beef, it would be at Burger King and I <laughs> would have a uh I had the Whopper a few times. But the chicken like by then we were ingrained to go to Burger King and everything about the Burger King was just better. Like chicken yeah. I like the chicken. Sandwich better, and uh, Target or Walmart, same shit. 
yeah, they're okay. Yeah, yeah. but just cleaner. Everyone's taking Target in that. I think question. Yeah, Burger King is Target to me. It's like, oh, it's better. Yeah, it's almost the same. It's the yeah. same thing, but yeah. just but slightly better. better. It's better. Yeah. Tweet. Uh, no one's like, I can't wait to spend my day at Walmart. You exactly. Know, like, yo, let's go Target get some shit real quick. Like, yeah. I'm like, get yeah. a desk. Yeah. It, it, it's, there's something odd going on about Target for sure. Like, they've definitely figured out something about. It's like weird ASMR shit they got going on. Some. They with because my wife is like, we'll go. To, I love Target and just like. Looking, every, every girl I know. Does. Everyone loves talk, and then like my cousin, he's like, oh, sometimes I just go talking and just like browse shit. They're always I'm like, <laughs> I wish I had the time to go do uh, some browsing. I'm just like, that's what? tight. He's like, I'm like, and then my, he's like, me too, bro. I'm like, <laughs> my, my, our cousin-in-law. Like, I was like, <laughs> something's going on. At, they're pumping some shit in the air at Target, where it's like, there's something's going on in Target. Anyway. But Burger King probably doing the same shit. Uh, Burger King is just, not, and I like their fries better too. Burger King fries is the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long I, ass chicken sandwich. I play a fun game in every store, which is see how high you can get and then go in and see how quickly you can find this obscure shit. Bro, that's just asking daily for you. life, get the I fuck think. Out. At Target? Yeah. Uh-oh. No, in any store, I think. <laughs> Marty, Marty uh, has three children, uh-huh. so Marty does not get high all the time. Oh, I got so it. So when he yeah, can't, go. Marty, before you walked in, he goes, last night I was in the shower, I hit two of the pins, almost fucking passed out, set the fire alarms off. <laughs> Are the kids with the sitters or something? Yeah, no, because they're just, downstairs and yeah. he's up in his bathroom. Oh, oh God. He's like, yeah. I gotta sneak my I fucking was, hits. I did a double blinker yesterday, not even thinking. It was just casual. I'm just like, but the two of them, double blinker, almost fucking Pass. died. <laughs> double blinker, what is that? Once yeah. you hit it for so long, it'll turn off and it starts blinking. Oh, that's so It's just funny. a <laughs> ridiculous ass <laughs> yeah. thing. Oh, God. It's it, just God. all vape pens. It'll just turn off at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. It's just a thing. Um, Fuck Telemundo. That's all I'll say. I did a thing for them about blinkers and how kids shouldn't smoke unregulated cards. And I don't speak Spanish. And these fools mutilated me. Uh-huh. And had me think I was a drug dealer telling kids yeah. they should go smoke fucking black. They chopped it up. Uh-oh. They chopped my words up Why? to make it. And they only used me coffee. <laughs> it was a PSA? It was a fucking piece on TV with me. They and shot it like a commercial. Oh, <laughs> that's so It was funny. so. It was like propaganda. And I called the bitch after and texted her. And I was so upset. Should so you upset. sue them? No, I don't give a fuck. I will sue the shit out of I will sue the shit out of But I agreed to it. Uh, they just chopped up my words oh. like a fucking uh, ransom note. They used your just <laughs> likeness. They did. Uh, they did. Shit. Fucking assholes. My grandma saw it. Shit. Here we go. Michael Jackson or Michael Jordan? Jordan. Yeah. Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, although, not to sleep on the fact I was a big Michael Jackson fan. This is like all very close seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but Jordan... I wasn't wearing Michael Jackson shoes, you know. That's a true <laughs> statement. It was just like, but I also wasn't singing fucking basketball moves uh, and shit yeah, yeah, on the yeah. bus. I don't want to brag, but Michael Jackson died on my birthday. Oh my god, Marty! <laughs> so did Aaliyah. Don't want to. Uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't want to brag, but you know, influential people have been de- dead on my birthday before. It's probably more. Fuck. Right? Every year you live is because one of them died, man. <laughs> their, their souls got absorbed. <laughs> Now the you soul's got, got absorbed. Is yeah, that what you're no. saying? Oh, you okay. took on the power. That's why you yeah. can dance. Yeah. Oh, that is why it I just can started dance too so recently. Yeah. And that's why you can date uh, black dudes way older than you. Oh shit, <laughs> Aaliyah, that's why. rock the boat, Marty. <laughs> rock the boat, Marty. Sorry, I had I Aaliyah pants on the other day. I, <laughs> I was very excited. Nobody in the world considers cargo pants just Aaliyah. Those pants. are Aaliyah pants. Are they camouflage? No, oh, they were just khaki uh, cargo pants. They were kind of baggy. I'm like, yo, oh, she like had Aaliyah. that. She had those in the um, Romeo Must Die video, I think. Right? Yeah. I don't oh, remember. I, I just remember back. seeing Aaliyah. When with you those. said that, I'm like, 
Those are Aaliyah pants. Yeah, she wore yeah, them. She wore baggy ass all day. All day. I was in New York. I'm like, yo, I'm about to rock these Aaliyah pants. <laughs> I should get some Aaliyah pants. You should, bro. Yeah. They're tight. Yeah. I'm going to get some cargos now. Yeah. Last one. We got to change this one. It's hard. It's light skin rabbit Nesquik. Remember the Nesquik little rabbit? Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Keep oh, going. Or. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Light skin rabbit on Nesquik. Do you remember Nesquik, the little rabbit on the Nesquik? Oh, yeah. Wasn't it white? Like white no, part? he was like slightly brown and he was dark a little bit and he had white on his chest. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Or Keenan and Kale orange soda. That's what we need to start changing it to. Oh. Yeah. So we're going to go Keenan and Kale orange soda, I guess. Yeah, Keenan and Kale orange soda for sure. Whatever brand he was chugging, that's the orange soda I want. Yeah, we need to know that brand. It was just oh, orange. It just said orange. orange yeah. Yeah. What's the question though? Is which orange soda or, or, or what would you milk in the think 90s? As a kid, oh. you know when you're a little kid, like yo, Sunny D full. Remember the commercials? Oh, oh. Would you rather? Would you? What are you drinking? What are you as a kid going? Yo, I drink fucking Yuhu every day. I drink that. I just wanted oh. to like get the. What were you as a kid? She's like, I was flipping on my collar and fucking. I was. <laughs> I was start. Every, I was start every morning with more Ovaltine, please. Oh. <laughs> Did you really drink Ovaltine? Oh, I loved Ovaltine. Oh man. shit! Randy <laughs> and Ralph and shit. Thank you. Christmas stories. I, I all I've ever seen. Ovaltine. Love, I love Ovaltine. What's it taste like? I mean, I haven't had any in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's just like off-brand chocolate milk, it's, basically. Right? No, but it's, it's so chocolatey. I think so, but I don't actually. It's like the Nutella of, of powder drinks. But it's so good. <laughs> I kind of want to try that it's shit. It's so good. Uh, I just know it from Christmas. Time. And it's like, uh, uh, it's got a different texture than um, uh, Nesquik. Okay. So Nesquik is like super powdery. It was yeah. Ovaltine's a little grainier. And so like when it's at the bottom of the glass, it is chocolate milk, I think. Uh, at the bottom of the glass, you get like the little uh, chunks. Yeah, broken down cookie essentially. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking bang. Damn, I've been fucking up. Ovaltine's good. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell it recently too. So yeah. I'm fucking up heavy. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Nutella wasn't. It's like more like an adult food almost. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's just chocolate. Yeah, sauce. Essentially. I guess like I guess when I was like I guess like oh, it's my, is that me? Oh, I thought that was a fucking soundboard <laughs> shit. <laughs> my bad, that's my one. You're good. You feel healthier giving your kid Nutella than just straight chocolate. I, in my mind, it's like made out of almonds or some shit. <laughs> it's fucking hazelnut and yeah, hazelnut, yeah, corn syrup. That's what that shit is. It's poison. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> it's high fructose corn syrup. It's poison. <laughs> Don't have commercial sweets or any. Yes. It's just, That's, hey man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to out here live like Sean Shirk. Remember UFC Sean Shirk? He's like, I only eat for fuel. He's the buffest man ever. Mm. He only ate to replenish his body like a video game. Uh-huh. I don't know about that life. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like Dookie, man. I, I I try to live like that, you know, just like uh, very early on of like, man, it's just food. Just who cares? But then I got into food a little bit here and there. I'm like, no, you can. There's such a a good mm-hmm. value to be derived from yeah. eating like really what nice good food like eating at a Agreed. fancy restaurant or like or not even fancy restaurant yeah. just a place I that's didn't known know until recently was that the food quality difference I had no idea oh yeah it's huge You're just like oh I this is what pasta is supposed to be right you know this is what it's what, supposed to taste New York is the best food I ever had in my life New York is I great. couldn't I told you I'm like yo what the fuck's LA doing out here where did you eat a uh, place uh, fuck it's called like glass candy or some shit okay dirt candy dirt candy vegetarian Ooh. food it's good yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was crumbly. It was like art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. Are you vegan or vegetarian? <laughs> yeah, vegan. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. But um, 
Did you go I to Avant Garden? I don't know. I went to some place. I was just high know. the whole time. You know, you? My, my wife she just picks up like we're going to these places. We had it all planned out. Uh-huh. So I don't know what the place was called. We just Ubered there. Uber Avant Garden is like this fantastic vegan spot in uh, uh what's it called East Village. If you're if I was you're, in East Village. If your wife was planning it was fancy vegan shit. shit then yeah then it was you probably went there i probably did there yeah. was like four spots is like the not no top rated spots so we just went to all yeah yeah i mean dirt candy's good i'm a garden blows it out of the water uh i don't know the other two but i know those two yeah it was cool man uh i, I liked it yeah it was dope man hella fans out there in fucking new york new york's tight Times square is not that fucking tight at no, all Times square sucks it, it was like going to the grove but in new york mm-hmm. Times except this fool's like just asleep outside yeah, yeah Times square is trash yeah, it was whack. Lieutenant Dan, all those motherfuckers, and they made it look so much cooler, bro. No, no, no. Like, Force Gump made everything look better. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all I'm thinking right now. Um, that's literally it for about Huey in the 90s. I've got to change that last one. That orange orange soda milk. Okay. Uh, I, we got to go harder. Because I feel like not enough people know who the yeah. light-skinned rabbit is from Nesquik. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair point. I do, though. Uh-huh. But when they do know, it's a connection. Like, yeah, I know the light-skinned rabbit. Which rabbit did you care more about? The light-skinned rabbit on the Nesquik, Nesquik here, label? Here or... Tricks Rabbit. Yeah. Honestly, I feel played for the Tricks Rabbit. So I feel sympathy for him. He got played. He's on the box. Mm-hmm. He's fucking privileged ass children just starving a rabbit to death essentially for years on TV. There you go. That's a, someone did a sketch about that. I think it was like uh, uh, the fact. Oh, Jermaine like, Jermaine Fowler had a joke about it. It's like anyone else feel bad about that rabbit? <laughs> These that, silly ass kids. Fuck that yeah. rabbit, man. That's, that's I, think it, I think that's a Jermaine joke. How I feel about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just starving this yeah, man. That was yeah. mean. See, you can never do it. Like somebody already talked about it, so just fucking uh, talk about it. Yeah. Never. It's never ending. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. I love yeah, it. Sure. Um, so real quick, your next one's in La Brea. Brea, Brea. Not, not La Brea. I think La Brea is a L.A. town, right? That's Brea. Yeah. This is, is it the same place? No. No. Okay. No. Brea, oh, it's in Brea. Brea. It's in Brea. B R E A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like forty-five minutes east of here, I think. Yep. Southeast. Uh, uh, at the Brea Improv this weekend, tw- August twenty-sixth, twenty-seventh. Tucson on August twenty-eighth. London, September nineteenth. I don't know if you get a lot of the London people. We have hell, the UK fans yeah. for some reason. London, September nineteenth, uh, nice. and then. Is it your first time out of the country performing? No, I've done Canada a whole bunch. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But uh, uh, it's my first time in London. I've talked a lot of shit about England, so it's, it's going to be fun to fun. talk shit. You have some while I'm there. Uh, well, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't wait. Uh, actually, and then uh, and then I'm off for another two weeks, and then I'm back stateside, going to St. Louis, Detroit, Grand Rapids, Madison, Wisconsin, San Diego. Uh, when am I after San Diego? I don't remember. The fact that you remembered all those is fucking mm. wild. DC. November 5th at the Warner Theater. Where can everybody out. see all this at? What's your website? FindingNemesh.com. Finding, N-I-M-E-S-H.com. Right here on the screen. Please. Come check Floating. me out. Floating. Right there. Uh, social medias. Finding Same. Nemesh. At Finding Nemesh on everything. On everything? Yes, sir. All right. Um, I just wanted to make sure we got that out of the way. Thank also, you. for everyone out there, because I know a lot of you motherfuckers on the internet, just go, my suggestion, just go on this fool's TikTok and just give yourself about 15 minutes. And have fun. Mm-hmm. That's how you started going up. That's how I found you. That's why, yeah. like I said, with the booking agent told me, go fucking run it. Like, mm-hmm. yes. You never say that. This is, I know. I never <laughs> said like, yeah, run that shit. Mm-hmm. Because I know I've never, I obviously I've never met you. I've seen what I've seen. I'm ready to, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Thank you, as man. a fan, Thank I'm you. ready to ready to watch. So mm-hmm. I hope you guys can go out there and, and watch. This is more of a, I just want to get to know people. And, you know, say someone's right here. I'm like, I've never seen your stand up. This guy was nice. He was cool. He was chill. 
and go watch. But oh, that's a new fan, man. As long as there's one new motherfucker watching your shit and going, hey, I like it. That's all that matters. That's all you need. That's all you need. Thank you, man. No, appreciate you. Cheers, Miller time. Miller time. Appreciate you guys. Marty? Thank you, guys. This was fun. I love having New Yorkers on the show. Love having New Yorkers. Salute, salute, salute. Appreciate you guys. I'm short. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's all fucking people. Mm. It's okay. I'm going to grow soon. Guys, thank you so much for being here. This has been the Dope as Usual podcast. As we're here to talk about life, drugs, problems, accomplishments, and everything in between, have a dope-ass day. I am pretty fucking high off those two joints.